0: Hello, I'm Colin Dean, and this is a Code & Supply event retrospective. From time to time, I record interviews with folks participating in Code & Supply's non-lecture events, such as Build Night, our civic hacking sessions, and open-ended workshops. We use these to showcase select events that best demonstrate the spirit of Code & Supply's mission. This three-part series covers Code Day, a worldwide hackathon-like event where student programmers, artists, musicians, and more, pitch, select, and build apps and games in 24 hours. The Code Day event in Pittsburgh was hosted at the Code and Supply Community Center and Workspace on November 10th and 11th. In the first part of the series, I interviewed Eden, Robbie, and Sam, three of the folks organizing the event locally. Here's the interview. This is Colin Dean for Code and Supply. I'm here with Robbie and Eden and Sam, and they are organizers for uh, for Code Day. Can you tell me a little bit about what Code Day is?
1: Yeah, so Code Day is a nationwide hackathon. It occurs in over 30 cities throughout the uh, United States. Um, it's 24 hours, and it's pretty much targeted at people new to coding who don't have a whole lot of experience.
0: Thanks, Robbie. Eden, can you tell me a little bit more about the people who are here?
2: So a lot of the people here, we have a lot of high school students because um, our goal is to sort of get people introduced to coding and especially the world of hackathons because they can be really, like, um, intense and overwhelming and, like, scary if you have not, like, been to one. And so we're sort of a way for them to dip their feet in. Um, And we also have a lot of, like, college students here, too, um, who are also just, like, you know interacting and building things.
0: Tell me more about what the kind of things that they are building.
1: So I've heard a lot of really good ideas. So there are a couple, well, it's mostly like games and apps, but there was a challenge to create a game that would educate people about CPR. There was one about creating chat rooms that kind of encourage like friendly discussion rather than becoming stale after a certain amount of time. And then there was one that actually kind of turned a social aspect of it, it introduced a social aspect into recycling um, where people like, you know, if you don't, if your building doesn't support recycling, you can check this app and you can see other people who are willing to share their recycling bins, which I just thought was a really, really great idea. All, there uh, is a platform, a racer in, in development. There's a roguelike too. There is a roguelike. Yeah. No, there are a lot of good ones in development. I'm, I'm excited to see um, what people produce after the night's over.
0: Cool. And then to, I, I guess tomorrow there's going to be a judging session. Who's who's going to be judging?
1: Yeah, we have three judges here. One from Panassis and two from BNY Mellon. Um, they're pretty senior individuals. One of them, Cleavon Blair, uh, has actually sold a startup already, uh, and was brought to BNY Mellon as a result of uh, of uh, you know deciding to change cities. Um, but yeah, no, we've got some pretty high ups coming to judge.
0: Thank you very much for taking a little bit of time out of your very busy event to to talk to us here at Code and Supply. Yeah, thank you, Colin. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you much. <laughs> Next, I talked to Eden and Robbie about the history of Code Day in Pittsburgh. So I'm back again We're here with Eden and Robbie, and Eden's going to tell us a little bit about how Code Day came to Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah, so when I was in high school, it was my senior year and I was looking online for like different events that I could go to and I stumbled upon Code Day, um, but the closest one to me was in DC and so a couple of my friends and I got together and we road tripped trip to DC and the event was like really awesome. I learned how to make a game in Unity and the experience was just so great that um, I would always check back to see if like the event was coming to Pittsburgh and then my freshman year of college, I got in contact with the organization that runs it. And told them that I thought that Pittsburgh would be like a great place to host because we have so many people that are so interested in like the tech scene. Um, And they were like, yeah, okay, here you go. Like, here's all the information. Here's the resources. You can run it. Um, So I started doing that. And uh, I had never like organized anything before. So it was a lot of new information for me. And I was doing it by myself. Um, But then I ended up going to... Pitt had an all-women's hackathon and Robbie was a mentor there, so I was talking to him and I was like, oh, well, do you want to like mentor at my hackathon? And he was like, yeah, definitely. And he got together and we sat down and he was like, oh, (laughs) like, let me help you with everything. And so we became co-organizers and it's been, it's been a really great experience and he's been really helpful. Um, And now it's like our 1st code co-day, we had 11 participants and this one we have like 45 or something. And it's just like, Well, I think
1: the thing that was particularly impressive was that your school didn't offer any really any computer science classes. You went to an arts intensive school. Uh, Eden went to Kappa, which is like very much in the way of theater and art. And uh, you were a creative writing major, right? Yes. Um, so then you kind of discovered coding and then you wanted to explore it. And then you realized that not only did your school not offer the opportunity, but Pittsburgh didn't offer Code Day. So you brought Code Day here as well. So I, I was always very impressed with that uh, when I first met you. Um. Yeah, but then of course you come up to me uh, uh, and say, hey, I'm ha- running a hackathon in three weeks. I have planned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can you, you know, how can you help me plan this hackathon? And so we kind of scrambled to put our, our pilot program together in about three weeks. Uh, only had, you know, very small amount of money, uh, <laughs> mostly from ticket sales. Uh, and uh, we put it together for a very small group of about 12 students. And uh, some of them came back and some of them are still coding.
2: Yeah, that was actually, um, we had one of the students that went to the first code day was sitting down and talking to us. Yeah. And he was like, you know... The first Code Day was so incredible, and I just, like, I didn't sleep at all last night because I was so excited to come back, and, like, the first one was just such an incredible experience, and I'm just so happy to be here, and we were just, like, touched that we could, like, do that for them. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, you know, the the other great story is is Nara, of course, right? So, um, Nara is a second-time Code Day attendee in Pittsburgh. Um, She is actually still staying in contact with some of the people that she met at the first Code Day, but uh, when she came into it, she was a senior in high school who had never programmed before, a day in her life, and she discovered coding uh, through some of the, the tutorials that we, that we teach at the beginning of Code Day, and she ended up winning first prize at the last Code Day. Um, so she's back again, she's still at it, but uh, <laughs> still in touch with everyone, right? So uh, you can still find her game online, actually. I'll give you the link, Colin. <laughs>
0: cool. All right. Cool. Thank you very much. Thank you for uh, for giving us that origin story. And we're going to go talk to some of the participants.
2: Thank you. Thank you so much. Cool.
0: I hope you enjoyed this part of the Code & Supply event retrospective on Code Day. Stay tuned for the next episode. For more information about Code & Supply, check out codeandsupply.co. For more about Code Day, visit codeday.org Pittsburgh. The intro and outro music are unmodified excerpts from Intro, a Creative Commons licensed track from the album Chrome by the Dutch DJ Nangdo, available from the Free Music Archive. Thanks for listening, and I hope you will check out future podcasts from Code & Supply.